I'd like you to reflect on some basic rights that you may take for granted, but many across this country are missing out on. Unlike similar liberal democracies, Australia has no National Human Rights Charter. Last night, the Australian Human Rights Commission launched a model for a National Human Rights Act. Rosalind Croucher is the Human Rights Commissioner. Welcome back and happy International Women's Day. Uh, Thank you, Patricia, and the same to you. So what kind of model is the Human Rights Commission proposing here? It's a model that's based on uh, a a dialogue between Parliament, the decision-makers, the people. It's a model that places... Parliament still at the centre, but enables the rights of individuals to be protected in a meaningful way. Have you spoken to the Albanese government about this? Are they open to adopting an act like this? I've, as uh, the Human Rights Commission sits within the portfolio of the Attorney General, I've had many discussions over the years with the Attorney General uh, about the possibilities for for human rights reform in, a, in Australia, including a Human Rights Act, including reform of the discrimination law, and including a complete reset, a reimagining of the human rights framework for Australia. Would a Human Rights Act have been able, for instance, to protect victims of the, of the illegal robo-debt scheme? A Human Rights Act would have changed the whole dynamic in which the consideration of such a, an outrageous scheme um, was um, contemplated because the, the act and the model we propose has a positive duty on public servants and policymakers to consider human rights in designing policy. And um, the, it provides an avenue for accountability both in the public but also in the form of a cause of action if rights are breached. So what about during the COVID pandemic lockdowns? What sort of impact would it have if we had such a thing in those, in that kind of scenario? One of the key areas that the Human Rights Commission received complaints about was people wanting to return home. Thousands of Australian citizens were denied an ability to return home. Australians were also denied um, being able to visit dying relatives. And the, the problem with some of those measures in uh, with a good aim of public health, but they were not calibrated to individual circumstances. So blanket rules that provide no nuance really take no account of the rights of individuals. And a Human Rights Act front-loading that consciousness about decisions through a human rights lens may have led to many more um, uh, considerations that were personally, much better outcomes for those people. And we had we had such a load of complaints. Uh, the Human Rights Commission has been dealing with complaints referable to the international treaties since 1981. But because they're not grounded in a cause of action or an unlawful provision, like our discrimination laws, they've got nowhere to go. We try to conciliate them, but... but there is no ability for a person who is unhappy to to take it any further than us. It's essentially um, 
an impotent jurisdiction. And so uh, a Human Rights Act would shift that. It would be evolutionary, not revolutionary in the the kind of work Mm. that the Human Rights Commission does. We recently spoke to Queensland's Human Rights Commissioner, Scott McDougall, about the Palaget government's decision to override the state's Human Rights Act for controversial new youth crime laws. Um, They're actually due to be passed by Parliament next week. If a government can just override the Human Rights Act, what's the point? The point is that it became a conversation about human rights. The whole... the fact that the the proposed amendments to the the bail laws focused directly on children was um, a headline human rights issue was because of the Human Rights Act. In a, in another era, it might have just been dust, uh, brushed up as a law and order measure or something of that kind. But because of the Human Rights Act, people were talking about that law, the proposed law, the proposed amendments that would have a huge impact on children and a disproportionate impact on Indigenous kids. People were talking, are talking about that law as a human rights violation. That's because of that Human Rights Act that forced the government uh, in Queensland to own the fact that they were proposing to to walk right through um, the the provisions of human rights in relation to children. Look, it's nearly news time, but do you think there's a real sense of urgency around this? I do. I think the moment is right. We've had a growing momentum over many years towards a Human Rights Act, particularly since 2009, and the Royal Commissions into various matters, institutional child abuse, the current uh, Royal Commission in relation to people with disability and robo-debt, plus COVID. People are saying are claiming rights under the Universal Declaration of Rights, but you look for them in law and you can't find them. Yes, the time is right and the time is now. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Australian Human Rights Commissioner Rosalind Croucher there. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.